Hello, and welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today is a new day. It's Friday the 13th. Ooh. <laughs> is that spooky? I don't know. We've moved out of October and into November, but the spook lingers. Yeah, you know how people... Wait, wait. What do you smell? You smell that? That stink. The spook, the spook stink lingers. What are you talking about? If I knew, we wouldn't be here. I, like, you know how people, like, as soon as Halloween's over, like, November 1st, they decorate for Christmas? Who is she? I like to keep uh, the Halloween decorations up until Christmas Eve. That's not true. It, well. December. <laughs> we'll just add. We add the Christmas stuff on top of it. Right. It's just all big one thing. It's just all big one thing. <laughs> it's, it's all big one thing. <laughs> all holidays should be celebrated year round. Not Thanksgiving. And Valentine's Day is okay. <laughs> Columbus Day. <laughs> uh, I don't even count that as a holiday. <laughs> oh, man. John Cena's going to keep his Halloween... Our oh. our cardboard life-size cardboard cutout of John Cena will keep his Halloween costume of a grass skirt and a lay on year-round. Well, no, we'll put a Santa hat on him. Can he not wear both? He can. We should get him a mini skirt and a Santa hat and have him be, like, from Mean Girls in their <laughs> kick, court, kick line, whatever they do. I'm not opposed to that idea, Good. honestly. Although he wore the pink Victoria's Secret Santa hat the last couple years. That's what I'm saying. We should put that on him. I mean, we could just add it, too. Again, all holidays should be celebrated at once. Do you think he'll learn the dance? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean... Picturing John Cena dressed up as one of the girls from Mean Girls performing the dance on stage may keep me up at night. I don't know if I'll be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug with that image in my mind. How about as snug as a bug on a scarf? Wait. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure on that decoration over there, there's a stink bug sleeping. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. And that's okay. Speaking of spook stink. (laughs) Speaking of spook stink... It's wafting our way. (laughs) (laughs) Waft this way! (laughs) So my... I have not told Whitney what my story is about. However, you sent me a TikTok about something that I found found very interesting. Boy, I send you a lot of TikToks. I like 30 at a time. Um, It'll probably sound familiar when I get started. So, uh, disclaimer up front. We cannot pronounce normal English words that we were supposed to have learned in school. So cut me some slack because we are talking about Norse mythology. So a lot of the words are going to be Icelandic, Norwegian in nature. So we're going to try. I did look up pronunciations, but some of them are spelled L-J-O-S-A-L-F-A-R. (laughs) No, I'm going to give it the old college try. What do you think I just did? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So, Norse Norse mythology is the collection of myths from the North Germanic peoples, which includes the modern ethnic groups of the Danes, Icelanders, Norwegians, Swedes, and Faroese. Faroese? Faroese? F-A-R-O-E-S-E? 
So the collection of stories that Norse mythology includes stems from Norse paganism, continuing through the Christianization of Scandinavia and then well into the Scandinavian folklore of the modern period. Norse mythology includes all of this. It's like encompasses all time, yeah. but only some time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, before we get any further, when you say Scandinavia, is that like a region? So you're asking me this because we just had to pause it and look it up because we didn't know. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, but if we have that question, I'm sure that other people have that question. So Scandinavia, for those of us who didn't know, includes the three kingdoms of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. But So that's going to be... Like what I talked about before, the ethnic groups of Danes, Icelanders, Norwegian, Swedes, and Ferrosi, which I also looked up, and they're islanders, so it's a type of island. So it's it's like a northern European vibe we got going. Ah, yes. <laughs> the Scandinavian vibe, yeah. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> That's not nor Is that? Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> we got too many things going on. Dutch. Yeah, Norway, right? Dutch. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what Scandinavia was. You think I'm going to know where... <laughs> Big summer blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So there are some more popular stories or tales that we definitely know that come from Norse mythology. The Thunder God of Thor. Obviously, a lot of people are going to know who that is. Um, elven groups. So we know what elves are. They have specific elven groups called Dokalfar and Salfar, which are like light and dark elves. So, I mean, we kind of know that they're we have different types of elves as well. I don't know. I, I'm thinking about Dungeons and Dragons, so I don't know if that counts, but... <laughs> I recognize... Hey, I recognize that there are multiple types of, of elves. elves. Right. <laughs> You're just confirming it. Yeah. Um, there are also stories of dwarves. Um, Valkyries, which is also in the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Jotun um, and Dragur and many more. There were a lot more, but I either couldn't pronounce it or it was becoming a very long list. So this is what we've stopped at. <laughs> but Norse, mytho- Norse mythology is probably best known for all of its gods and goddesses like Thor. There was a lot that was con- like Loki and all those things are included mm. in this. I just didn't name them because it's a lot because you'd have to yeah, list all Iron of them. Man, Captain America, <laughs> no, no. the Hulk, the, the Hulks in Norse mythology. You don't know. You're right. I don't know. I don't read a lot about it. <laughs> How much of maybe the most modern Norse mythology <laughs> the Hulk. involves Thor and his adventures <laughs> with Bruce Banner? I don't. I mean, we don't know. So the topic that I found very intriguing because you sent me a TikTok about it is the Dragur. So it's spelled D-R-A-U-G-R. Wait, pause. Yes. I don't remember what this is about. That's fine. But I remembered that I didn't like it. It was very (laughs) creepy. The TikTok was very creepy. And it is very creepy. So um, a little background on where the idea of a dragor comes from is that in Norse, Norse, I cannot say Norse mythology. In it's Norse like mythology. It's like Taskmaster. I always want to say Taskmasker. <laughs> I want to put the Norse mythology in there. I don't know why. Oh, I thought you were going to say Norse mythology. No, I want to do Norse mythology. <laughs> <laughs> Norse mythology. Is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in Norse mythology, death was not thought to be the end of one's existence. So... Some of this we're talking about Vikings. Mm-hmm. 
So a lot of Vikings believed that, and we still kind of believe that after you die, that's not necessarily the end. Right. Well, Norse scholars believed that there were two different sets of beliefs related to the fate of the dead. Okay. Either one would continue life in the halls of the gods, so they would go to heaven, or there was a continuation of life within the grave. The continuation of life within the grave meant that someone could be buried, but they weren't consciously gone. Okay. If that makes sense. Uh, they, their conscious didn't understand that they were dead. Right. Yeah. Right. Which meant that these beings were going to come back to life as Dragor or the undead or what we would probably refer them to now as zombies. I'm not going to lie. What I thought when you said either you die and live amongst the gods or you're not dead in the grave. I'm like, you mean like when they used to put bells on coffins? <laughs> I mean, kind of, because these these uh, beings did come back to life, but they weren't alive, but they weren't dead. Un- undead. They were undead. But also unalive. So Undalive. <laughs> Undalive. So the meaning of the word dragor translates to ghost, spirit, revenant, undead man, or the dead inhabitant of a carn. These beings are also known as <laughs> Aptraganga. I like that. A-P-T-R-G-A-N-G-A or Aptragangar. A-P-T-R-G-A-N-G-R. And these words, these two words, it's just different spellings of the same word. It literally translates to again walker. So it's the undead. They're coming back to life. The Walking Dead? I mean... Sometimes they jog. I mean, yeah, maybe. Well... When they chasing. <laughs> and these these be chasing, let me tell you. <laughs> these boys be chasing. These boys be chasing. So, Dragors were thought to come back to life in order to protect treasures that were buried with them, or to collect treasures to bring back to their grave, and then to protect those treasures. Zombie pirates. Yes. <laughs> Um, they were also thought to come back to exact revenge on those who wronged them, or they would come back just because they were an evil person to begin with, and they were doomed to the fate of coming back as a, a undead being. Hmm. Undead being. I have a question. Yeah? Were they... I was going to say transparent. But the word I'm looking for is tangible. <laughs> yes. So, I, Dragor, okay, it depends on what kind of story you're reading, right? Mm-hmm. So, Dragor can mean a ghost or a spirit. Most of the time, it literally means, like, the corpse is rising out of the grave. So, and, so flesh zombie. Yes, essentially. As yeah. opposed to it's not be zombie. Right, right, right. No, I, that makes, I mean... The translation can mean ghost or spirit. So when we Mm -hmm. think of that, that's obviously going to be like a, you put your hand and it goes right through them kind of thing. Or they go through a door. Or they go through a door. Without knocking the door down, which I'm sure zombies could do. (laughs) And they didn't knock to open it, right? (laughs) This is getting, I'm sorry I asked. Continue. (laughs) So some Dragoras come back to life to replace the evil spirits that may have killed them. So just like how we would think, as if a zombie bites you, you'll come back as a zombie. Drug wars can kind of do the same thing. If they kill you, you will come back as a <gasps> drug war. Like a, it's like a werewolf vampire thing. But yes. Like, yes. Ooh. But probably not as fun in the long run. 
<laughs> there weren't any zombies in Twilight, you're right. Well, well, maybe. We don't know. I don't know. So if you come across a corpse and you are unsure whether that person was evil, holding a grudge, wanted treasures, there is one other way to tell. And one other way that a person could come back as a drug whore. And that is, if they do not die horizontally, <laughs> they will most likely come back. I want to back up. <laughs> you said, if you come across a corpse and you can't tell yeah. whether they're there for revenge. If I come face to face with a walking corpse. No, 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 no. They don't come back immediately. It's so, not like, who's <laughs> This is what I pictured. I'm like out gardening. I'm gardening. I don't know why. I don't do that a lot. I don't do that ever. I'm gardening and I look up and there's Dave from down the road. But he's a zombie now. He died last week. Here's Dave. Yes. And I, when you said, if you come across a corpse and if you're not sure if they're there for revenge, I'm thinking, oh, Dave's a corpse. I wonder if he's here for revenge. No, no. When I say, <laughs> when I say corpse, I'm going to mean the body. Oh. Not, when I say draw gore, I'm going to talk about the, the raising, the risen, the corpse. risen corpse that has come back to kill you. <laughs> I okay. That makes a lot more sense. Right, right. Yeah. Sorry to Dave. From down yeah, the road sorry Dave from down the road. So if they don't die horizontal, yeah. then it's bad. Yeah, and I think the thought behind this is if you're gonna die a peaceful death, uh, you're then you're gonna down. be like laying down in bed surrounded by friends and family. What if you right? sleep in a recliner? Yeah, but... I probably didn't have recliners then. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're in a sitting position or, you know, not laying down horizontal, you're standing up, you're leaning against something, it was probably something sudden. So you were either fighting or now you want revenge on whoever killed you kind of situation. I think that's the thought behind that. So if you're going to stab someone... Lay them down. Lay them down first. Ask them to lay down. Or if you think you're going to die and you don't really want to get revenge, quickly lay lay down. Before it happens. Right. Okay. Now, no matter how the person died or why they came back as a drug war, these creatures had one simple goal, and that is to kill everything that came across their path. Okay. So they're not necessarily mission-oriented. No, I mean, obviously, they're going to come back for revenge, but if you get in its way, mm-hmm. it's going to kill you. Yeah. They're they're mean. They're very mean. Can I ask one more horizontal question? Jesus, yes. What if it's like a princess in the pea situation? Like, do we have to be completely fat? <laughs> Who put the pea under her mattress? What? Wasn't somebody, like, mad at her? Wasn't it like that? Well, then she would probably come back for revenge. Now, wouldn't she? If you would just think about your question before you asked it. Wait, were you being rhetorical or did you not know who put the pee under her mattress? No, I don't know who put the pee under her mattress. I assumed it was for some evil reason, though. I thought it was so she couldn't sleep. I have no idea. There's not a Disney movie about the princess and the pee, so I don't know. Yet. (laughs) Yet. Can I be cast as the pee? (laughs) Wait a minute. Disney movie of Princess and the Pea, TM, 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 TM. <laughs> We're never going to make that. No, but now no one else can. <laughs> and she comes back as a drug whore. Anyway. I can see it now. 
<laughs> Anywho, so many precautions were taken to prevent a corpse from returning as a drug or no matter if the and this was whether they thought the person was going to come back because they were wanting revenge or mean or something or if it was a peaceful death and it was a family member they would still take these precautions because you don't know who johnny had on his shit list yeah exactly wait (laughs) (laughs) anyway so the vikings would place straw under the deceased's shroud which was like their things that they would wear to lay them to rest yeah like like a veil yes I had to look up what that was. (laughs) They would also place a pair of scissors in their chest. They would also tie the corpse's big toes together. And then they would drive needles into their feet so that if they did return, it would be painful for them to walk around. There's, hold your questions. I have a few more things. So other precautions were that as the pallbearers you know, Paul, I guess they would be called Paul. Yeah, they're at the carrying time, Paul. Would be carrying the body to the grave or out of a house or building or wherever they died. If they got to a doorway, they would kind of lift the body up and down in the shape of a cross. And they would also, a lot of the times, <laughs> tear down a piece of the wall and then... Put take the body out through the hole in the wall and then re-brick the hole in the wall because if that drug if that person came back as a drug war and wanted to come back to said building to exact revenge, steal treasures, whatever, they could only enter the building through the doorway, quote unquote, that they left it by. And if they walled up the hole that the body went out of, they can't come back in. I really like their reasoning there. Yeah. You let me know when I can ask my question. Um, after placing the corpse in the grave, large boulders were either placed on the body itself or over top of the grave. So if they did come back to life, they couldn't get out. They would hit the boulders. Um, And then any items or weapons that were buried with the corpses were often broken, so they could not be used effectively. And go. I don't, I have three fingers up. (laughs) I remember one of my three things. Maybe the rest will come back to me. Okay. Two things about the scissors. There's the first two. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Scissors in the chest. Okay, it, uh, this way, like, like stabbed into... You stabbed into, like, they're laying like, down. Not like I did an autopsy and just left a pair in there. No. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure it was, like... And when I say scissors, it could be some sort of shears. I don't know. But I think it was, like, a scissors thing. So if they did come back to life, it would be painful in their chest. Or they couldn't get up. Or they're stabbing them to the casket. Okay. My problem with the scissors, besides the fact that you're impaling someone's chest with them after death. These are Vikings, remember, and they're different. It's different than us right now. We may think it's taboo, but they did this to everybody because that's an evil fate. A person to die and come back? You don't want that? Stab me in the chest with scissors. I'm already dead. Stab me. (laughs) Why? Yeah. (laughs) Why tie my toes together if you're giving me scissors? 
Well, also, why tie the toes together if you're putting needles in the feet? But the tie the toes together was my favorite part. So I think I yeah, would do you, that. It's comical. I, it is. Comical. I get it. But I feel like, it, okay, say I get past the scissors. And the boulder? Mm, no, no, no. Stop. <laughs> One thing at a time. I get past the scissors. I now have scissors. So then I'm going to cut my toes apart. Somehow. If I'm like, wait. <laughs> if I'm laying flat. I probably can't reach my toes. Mm-hmm. Maybe a boulder on your chest. Potentially. Do I have super strength? Am I the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ruin the surprise. Did Dragor come back with super strength? I don't want to ruin the surprise. Okay. I'll ask again later. It's my next paragraph. No, I have two. Two. Yeah, it's my next paragraph. Okay. If they get past. If you're saying that the drug war is going to get past all of these precautions and come back. That's what you're insinuating. Mm. You're trying to figure out how they're going to do it. And they will. And some did. Well, obviously. We wouldn't have this problem. We wouldn't have this problem. And if they did come back, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Are people in trouble? They were green, weren't they? Huh? They were green. Ripped their clothes. Went by Bruce Banner. (laughs) What? (laughs) No. So, and if if a drug war came back and defeated all your precautions, the only way to take a drug war down for good was to physically wrestle it back into its grave and chop off its head. I now remember the TikTok. (laughs) It's either wrestle it back into its grave, or you can cut its head off, burn the body, and then throw the ashes into the sea. But there's a couple problems with that. Wait a minute. So either I wrestle it back into its grave and then cut its head off. Yes. Presumably I have to get past the, the boulders, the rusty needles, possibly the toes... Maybe my toes will get tied up. Who knows? Okay. I don't know if they okay. wrestle dirty. You're talking and a pair of scissors. <laughs> and then I have to cut his head off. Yeah. Um, maybe with one of the broken weapons they have in their grave. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Or, mm-hmm. what was the second one? you got to cut its head off, burn the body, and then throw all the ashes into the sea. So either way, there will be decapitation of the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty on par with all the zombie movies you see nowadays. That's where we get it from. No, who's the guy? Doesn't the guy from Hocus Pocus, doesn't he, like, hold his head for a while? Okay, I didn't say that's every zombie no, movie. No, <laughs> but I'm saying they have been known to live without their heads for a yeah, period right. of time. You're right, you're right, you're right. Snakes and chickens. Well, it's a good thing, well, not a good thing, but it's a good segue that you brought that guy up. Because he comes back as a zombie, however, he is actually pretty smart. Yeah, he can talk. He can do stuff. Well, once he cuts his mouth open. Well, yeah, but I mean, like he can talk. He's intelligent. So Dragor, kind of like that guy, are not mindless zombies running around yelling brains, 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 brains. They are almost always depicted with human level intelligence. That's horrifying. Uh, just with a lot more like hate and rage. So sometimes they're blinded by rage, but they're very smart. Um, the main focus of a drug war is to kill, and unfortunately their victim, unfortunately for their victims, they actually enjoy the taste of blood and torturing their victims before they 
you know, give that final blow. Hey! One more again? Okay. The main focus of a drug war is to kill, but they love the taste of blood, and so they like to torture their victims before they finish them off. And some stories tell tales of drug war bringing their victims to the brink of suffocation over and over and over and over again before they kill them. And drug war pretty much go after anybody, like I said, that gets in their way. That includes animals. So a lot of times drug war will kill livestock in the area that they are haunting, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. or where their grave is, which tends to have shepherds be put in line of harm because they're tending to the livestock. Yeah. And so a lot of stories, shepherds are the victims of drug war as well as their livestock. But then shepherds become the drug war. Yeah. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. (laughs) So descriptions of drug war. Now we're getting to their powers because, I mean, it sounds, you know, it's pretty simple. Wrestle back into their grave, cut their heads off, right? We could do that. Easy. You grab the legs, I grab the arms. Not if they're the Hulk. I don't understand what you're not understanding. I have a clear picture of just a zombie Bruce Banner so hulking out. I know I'm right, okay? You actually are. I know. <laughs> so Listen, I know. Dracor often smell like rotting flesh, so you can usually smell them before you see them. However, sometimes they can shapeshift into animals. Of course. And so... Of course they can. Right. They're druids now. By the time they're close enough for you to notice them, it's usually too late. If you do realize they're there, they are very tough to... They're very tough to uh, fight because they do have superhuman strength. Every state... And they can increase their size at will... And they can also pass through walls and other obstacles without trouble. And also, they can potentially change the weather, turn into mist, tell fortune, curse the victims, or even enter the dreams of the living. I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> My name's not Will. And they, you said they could change their size at will. <laughs> also, every stink bug I've ever known is a dragora in disguise. Why? They smell like rotting flesh. <laughs> if you squish them. Smell like rotting flesh. Okay, here we go. Smell like rotting flesh. Shapeshift into animals. Druid. Superhuman strength. Hulk. Increase their size and weight at will. Ant-Man. Oh. Uh, they can pass through walls and other obstacles. Casper, the friendly ghost. (laughs) They can potentially change the weather. Storm. Turn into mist. Storm again. (laughs) Storm storm again. Tell the future. Mystique. No, go back. Mystique. Tell the future. Uh, Professor Xavier. (laughs) I've crossed from Marvel into X-Men. Curse the victims. Uh, It's victims. The Scarlet Witch. Sure. Or enter into the dreams of the living. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy Krueger. <laughs> so they have a lot of power. Sounds like Fortnite. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All those people are on Fortnite and then for Halloween they had like zombies. Yeah, true, 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 true. 
So those are basically what Dragor are. I have a couple stories, very short stories of uh, essentially examples of some of their powers. Now's the time if you hated my X-Men references for you to just redo your list and I'll stay quiet. Wait, isn't X-Men a part of the Marvel Universe? Not really, no. Are you sure? It's DC. Is it? Mm-hmm. What's... Oh, because Spider-Man... No. Now what's Spider-Man? He dips into both. It's really weird. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> Anyway, we don't know much about superheroes, but we love the Hulk. <laughs> now, Jedi. Those I can another, tell you about. That's another. So there's a famous story about a particular Dragora from the Gretis Saga. Now, the Gretis Saga is an Icelandic family saga that follows the complex, problematic outlaw hero known as Gretir Osmundarsson as he traverses through life. Now, the Gretis Saga... Uh, it is thought to be a kind of newer saga. It's not like an old-timey, old, old-timey one. It's one of the most recent ones written. Not that it was written, like, now, but it's one of the newer ones. Sure. So after, here's a little background, because we got to get a little background before we understand where the drug war comes in. And this is one of the most famous stories of drug war, because this, the Greta saga is one of the most famous sagas. Sure. So after being temporarily banished from Iceland, Gretir travels to Norway where he slays bears, berserkers, and then people. Gretir returns to Iceland after many adventures only to become only to face one last beast, a dragor. So the dragor in question was a Swedish Swedish pagan shepherd known as Glamour, G L A M R, Glamour. So, Glimmer was asked to watch sheep in a location that was known to be haunted, and people were too afraid to herd cattle through that area, and since he was Swedish, they thought he wouldn't be as frightened, because it's in Iceland, so he wasn't necessarily from the area. So, he wouldn't necessarily be oh, as, believe it. Believe the local yeah, lore. Exactly. So, <laughs> should've. unfortunately for him, he disappears on Yule, or Christmas Eve, and is found the next day dead, not lying down horizontally. Oh, beans, he was on a hillside. Mm-hmm. So he returns to exact his revenge for himself, or some people in the story think that drug war killed him, and then he came back to take their place. If you're a Dragor and you kill somebody and make them a Dragor, do you then get to rest or do you continue being Dragor? Depends on the story. Okay, sorry, continue. Yeah. So he came back, but he and Gretier, on a one fateful night, stand off, have a standoff. So the two battle with Gridir coming out as victor, but not before Glimmer curses Gridir and predicts that he will eventually become afraid of the dark. Me. So here is the long curse that Glimmer puts on Gridir. Now, it's like old English, essentially. <laughs> so bear with me. <laughs> Ye old, old yeah. Now this is Glimmer to Gridir. Glimmer the Dragul to Gridir. Exceeding eagerly hast thou wrought to meet me, Gretir, but no wonder will it be deemed, though thou gettest no good hap of me, 
And this must I tell thee, that thou now hast got half the strength and manhood, which was thy lot if thou hadst not met me. Now I may not take from thee the strength which thou hast got before this, but that may I rule that thou shalt never be mightier than now thou art. And nothless art thou mighty now, and that shall many and one learn. Hithero hast thou earned fame by thy deeds, but henceforth will wrongs and manslayings fall on thee, and the most part of thy doings will turn to thy woe and ill hap. An outlaw shalt thou be made, and ever shall it be thy lot to dwell alone abroad. Therefore this weird I lay on thee ever in those days to see these eyes with thine eyes, and thou wilt find it hard to be alone, and that shall drag thee unto death. So what I picked up from that. Yes. You'll never be more swole than you are right now. Yes. You may have been known for good things, but from now on you will only be known for bad stuff. Yes. You will also be an outlaw from this country. You have to live abroad, alone, and anytime you close your eyes, you're going to see these peepers. Yes. Yeah, so essentially he, and the rest of the story follows exactly this. So this is a very famous saga because, a very famous dragul in a saga because this point in the story changes Gretir's life forever. Mm-hmm. Because he tries to do good deeds, but something happens that I don't quite remember, but he does something and he catches like a building on fire and he kills people. Yeah. And so then he becomes an outlaw. But he's afraid to be alone with his thoughts and afraid of the dark, so mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be alone, so he keeps seeking out people or friendship or whatever he needs but every time he seeks these people out he tries to do good and something bad happens and so then he retreats into the darkness once again and he eventually dies spoiler alert it's not that long if you want to read it it's in my it's in my uh resources does it all sound like the curse yeah yeah spark notes that (laughs) <laughs> spark notes that old english <laughs> yeah so here's another this is another little snippet from a saga called the Irabuga. Irabuja, e-y-r-b-u-g-g-j-a so in this saga a character named thorolf twistfoot is a malicious viking settler before coming before becoming a devastating drug war so he was buried and then reburied, and then he was burned, and then he came back as a demonic bull. Are you following? (laughs) Hell yeah, turn it up! (laughs) So his body became, quote, swollen to the size of an ox, and it could not be raised without levers, unquote. So fortunately, his son eventually permanently laid him to rest on a hillside, or did he? Well, probably not, because it's not flat. So in the saga... It goes on to state that oxen, which were used to haul Therolf's body to the hillside, and any creatures that go near that particular hillside, um, go mad, howling themselves to death. So this is kind of another curse that Dragul could speak to its victims. But also, this is an example of how they can increase their size and weight at will. Thing my name's not Will. Good thing your name's not Will. Here's a <laughs> here's a fun one. Call um, me Twistfoot now because I'm pulling your leg. 
Oh my gosh. So there is a tale of an innocent looking cat that would lay on its owner's chest and grow heavier until the victim suffocated. Mandy. Because the cat because the cat was a drug whore. And one more about a cat. In the Grom in the Gramundar Saga Grapisonar G-R-O-M-U-N-D-A-R Saga S-A-G-A G-R-E-I-P-S-S-O-N-A-R The Dragor Thrain Its name is Thrain Shapeshifts into a cat-like creature Mid-fight in order to attack Horomund H-R-O-M-U-N-D And this is described His attack is described as Quote, he stuck his claws into the back of Horomund's neck, tearing the flesh From his bones Unquote Stop the cat's on the table eating cardboard. <laughs> so that is basically about the drug war. Now, some people might already know about these because um, if you play Skyrim or The Witcher 2, so Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls, or The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings, a drug war, just in like what you would... A drug war, like what you would find in these Norse mythology tales Mm -hmm. is in those games. So, like, an undead zombie. Yes. Now, something that might not be exactly a drug gore, like, by definition, by the Icelandic definition, Mm -hmm. the Nazgul and the Dead Men of Mm -hmm. Dunharrow and the Lord of the Rings were actually described as a type of drug gore. So... If you're more familiar with that, that could be reference. a reference point for yeah. you. Which I thought was interesting. Because they're missed, right? Aren't the Night the Riders? Nazgul, whatever, uh, the Night Riders? That's not right, is it? <laughs> no, uh, no, they're... Um, no, but something. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they are called something. Yeah, but they're like mist, and so Dragor can potentially be turned into mist and all this mm-hmm. stuff, so... But yeah, that's pretty, pretty much the end of my story. What do you think? Is it going to keep you up at night? You're still going to sleep as snug as a bug I'm much more uncomfortable than I was from just watching the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with the energy we've created at the table today. No, the TikTok was creepy. And so I was like, I got to do a story on this. And we talked for a while, but they're super interesting. And when you look up pictures, it's literally like a zombie, like you would think of a zombie. But it's creepy. It's creepy. The idea of... of having to kill them in such specific ways (laughs) is just wild to me and i love that people were like okay how are we gonna fix this right got it scissors in the chest didn't work but let's not rule it out (laughs) scissors in the chest and and tie the toes together oh you know what that that wasn't quite it but we're not gonna stop doing that so also needles in the feet you know tying the toes together just made me think of like when people tie each other's shoelaces together yeah no, that's exactly what what it is yeah it's funny to me it's exactly what they did and the needles in the feet is probably the only one of those that i'm like yeah it's absolutely it's a good idea yeah but then you have to think can they feel anything like do they even feel that? They feel angry, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> They're angry that you put needles in their feet. No, I really like these kind of stories because I know I'm, I feel like I'm a little all over the place with it, but I like it because I think it's very interesting to see how the stories of these kind of 
is where we get our thoughts about zombies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing, essentially. Well, I know what to do with a... Listen. Yeah. I'm going to write my will. Okay. Mm. Poor choice of words, because I've been saying I'm not willed. <laughs> I'm going to write what I want to do when I'm buried. Yeah. And um, maybe not scissors in the chest, but do tie my, my big toes yeah, together. Yeah, tie my big toes together, Special please. request. How do you wear shoes, though? <laughs> I just go put Your feet are covered. Yeah. You can not wear this toe time. socks. Hey, not Fun this toe time. Socks. I want to be barefoot. Give me a nice little pedicure. Tie my toes together. Let everyone see it. Yeah. They need to understand what they're dealing with. Yeah. Put a large boulder on my chest. What? <laughs> I already have a shit list. Just put a cat. Put a cat. A very heavy cat. Um, I already have. You know what? We You start your shit list now. And then you have lots of people to come back and haunt. Uh, yeah, true. True. Might as well. So what'd you think? I told you I'm more uncomfortable than I was before. It's creepy. It's creepy, yeah. you know, because like they, it to me, so much thought went into it that it doesn't seem like just a story, like just how one is, story. How is it fake if they had to go through all these precautions in order to make sure that this person? Yeah. How's it fake? Tell me. You Tell can't. me. You can't. It also, these drug orcs scare me a little bit more than, like, the typical zombies that we might think of now. Because, in my mind, I always think of zombies as, like, they're dumb and they move really slow and, like, they just want your brains. And, like, these are, like, oh, no, they're, like, a person just... A corpse person and, and stronger, strong. yeah, and, and you have bigger. to kill them very specifically. <laughs> right. Right. You have to re- you have to physically wrestle them. Back. I'd lose. I'd lose. So the trick would be to turn into an animal to move far enough away from your grave that they couldn't get you back to it. Yeah, or to cover your grave in such a way that no one could find it again. Yeah, well, that's where all the treasure comes in. You you steal so much treasure that you don't physically fit in your grave. But then you can't hide the fact you can't hide your treasure. How do you protect it? More victims than that it? way, though, right? Because <gasps> you want blood. It's a honeypot. <laughs> it's a honeypot. You're luring people in so that they're trying to get your treasure, like a, so that you can kill them. Right. It's like a double-edged sword. You lure them in so you can kill them, drink their blood, and then steal their coins. And but more make, people means more people coming to kill you. But also make another dragor. You have a dragor army. More mm-hmm. treasure. Um, bigger what honey if all, What if we're all dragor right now? Do they look like... <laughs> no, they're usually decaying like corpses. I mean, if I don't wear deodorant, I probably smell, but like, not that bad, right? <laughs> oh my not god. That not bad. that bad. <laughs> well, I don't know, though. All right. Do you well. think... <gasps> With the pandemic upon us, and not being able to smell being one of the symptoms what yeah no that's one that's like one of the it's not super common but like do i have it have it i can't smell anything they like lose their sense of taste and smell Uh, i never had one to be honest yeah you're bad with smells Mm -hmm. but you taste i mean i'm assuming you taste food okay oh like food taste or like taste in music (laughs) you never had that no just kidding (laughs) whoever gets covid just listens to nickelback (laughs) why does everyone hate I don't. It's just a funny joke now. Will you let me finish what I was saying? Yeah, sorry. If people are losing their sense of smell, is it harder to tell when a drug war is near? Yes. This was their They're plan all along. They're going to make a comeback. 
Dragor started the coronavirus. Wait. <laughs> Tell your friends. Call the news station. I've figured it out. This is not fake. The culprits. <laughs> anyway, it's time to go. So if you want to check out any of my resources that I used, you can go to our website, bugginarug.podbean.com. You can check out pictures on our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Instagram and Twitter are at BIAR Podcast. Facebook's just Buggin' a Rug. You can also email us, BIARPodcast at gmail.com. You know, DM us. Comment on our stuff. Email us. Let us know what you thought. Have you ever known a drug or would you kiss one? Oh, and without a Absolutely. Doubt. For that treasure? That's, wait, but that's the challenge. Kiss them without getting bit. Am I right? What if that's how you had to defeat them? Kiss them. They're defeated with the power of love. Kiss them where? On the lips? Yes. More challenging, but if a forehead kiss does it. Oh my goodness. Wait, love was the answer the whole time? Love was the answer the whole time. Hey guys, work on um, keeping safe wear a mask yeah um protect yourself from and others from coronavirus stay six feet away because you don't know if someone's a drug or not well also but if you get covid you're gonna end up not being able to smell drug or coming oh my god all the more reason not to catch covid right social distancing is important mm-hmm. don't let the drug or make a comeback yeah or do but don't come crying to me <laughs> when you're also a drug or please don't come after me for revenge <laughs> share your treasure that's all for today folks. all right signing off i'm Kaylin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight.